The Speaking Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Flemington Car and Truck Country. Best car buying experience ever online at Flemington.com. Award-winning House of Cupcakes, HouseofCupcakes.com, and Casa Gennaro's. Reservations, call 609-683-1212. Hey, everybody, and welcome to The Speaking Podcast. We're waiting on Bill Spadia because Bill can't quite figure out how to get online, or it's uh, my daughter's running in. Or uh, my daughter, she's four, but she's a huge fan, Brett. Oh, I love that. Um, yeah, so uh, Bill's trying to uh, make his way on. We're joined by uh, Jessica Gibson. And Brett, I'm going to mess up your last name. So if okay. you could say it for me, I'd appreciate it. I got you. Uh, Caprioni. Caprioni. Yes, sir. And he is from uh, the Cider House Rules. No, the Vanderpump <laughs> it's Rules. It's a good movie. Hey, Toby. I, I, Toby was awesome in that movie. I, you know I what? That. A reality show set in that orphanage might actually do well. Let's pitch it to Bravo. <laughs> oh uh, good night, you kings and queens of Sunset Boulevard. Uh, so you are from the Vanderpump Rules. And I, yes. listen, I don't watch the show. I'm a 43-year-old man. I, I don't okay. know what. Oh, here's Bill right now. Uh, one day your daughter will face, force you into it, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, or, or uh, a partner, wife, whatever, anything. Yeah. So, but my question is, you're new this year, right? What's up, you can't hear. What's up, Bill? Yeah, I just, uh, I just got on this season. Actually, it was funny. I, um, I just had moved out to L.A., and like almost like a week later, I met Lisa, and um, a week later after that, I was working in the restaurant, and then a week later after that, I was shooting scenes with uh, some of the cast members that I never uh, met. So. It's crazy. It's just crazy. Uh, awesome, Fred. Thanks for doing this. Hey, no worries, man. Yeah, no we, worries. we started, Bill. We couldn't okay. figure out why you weren't here, so we just said let's get started because Jessica has a heart out. All right, look, Jessica. It's, listen, you are in charge. We all know that. I'm sure Brett knows that by now. <laughs> yes. Hey, man. Congratulations, first of all. Your mom was so excited when you shouted her out on the show. And yes, I watched. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was finally something I could give uh, back to her for just dealing with my shit for the last 32 years. So uh, <laughs> it was at least like, it was the least I could do. You know what I mean? But yeah, no. That's the best woman in my, in my life and uh, the best thing in my life. And I just you know want to make her happy as much as I. Your can. mom is great. We've been working together for a couple of years, as you know. She's awesome. Yeah. How fun is being on the show? Um, it's fun. You know, it's fun when you're doing it and you're filming it and uh, you're meeting everything and, you know, you have a couple drinks before you shoot your scene. You're just getting, you know, perfectly into that nice little buzz. And then you just, you know, want to have a good time. And then once you watch it back and you're like, wow, when, when was this happening? And why do people think I'm like the, the devil? You know what I mean? So in some things, you know, they, they just, you know, things get over dramatized and it's the show. You have to just realize that. So I'm coming from a YouTube space. That's very much a, you know, you build your own type of thing, kind of like, you know, build a bear. You know what I mean? I'm building my own content. I'm creating it. I'm editing it. I'm recording it. Um, yeah. I'm choosing what to throw into it, how I want to, you know, edit myself to, you know, as true to myself and as genuine as I can, because regardless, I think in this age, people have become really good, really, really good at watching things and understanding, you know, mannerisms through other people. And if you don't come off genuine, you don't come off like, you know, some, relatable to somebody, humorous, um, depending on what the content is, you know, it might not succeed in the way that you want. So I think a really big part of everything for me, at least getting to the point of reality TV was to understand um, that I'm just being myself in front of the camera. And then with, with reality TV as reality, at, you know, as it gets, it's a very loosely used term, I think. And it's not as much as 
people want to label it as reality. I really wouldn't label it as that. I would just label it as something that, you know, can relate to real life situations that they want people to, you know, see happening. And a lot of the things that were happening were real, but it's just a different ballpark, you know? And, um, I don't know how to explain it, but if YouTube was baseball, I would say, you know, reality TV was football. You know what I mean? It's just the same, same type of how, uh, how much time do you have to balance between the show and actually waiting tables and serving customers? <laughs> it's really not that bad. I get a couple, I get like four ships a week and, um, and it's a pleasure to meet the people that come in that watch the show. It's beautiful. I'm, I'm all about the uh, personal interaction. You know, that's the Not way. anymore. Don't do yeah. that anymore. <laughs> we can't do that anymore. No. It's going to be a, it's going to be a big, big drop for me with that. So, um, but in, in the context of everything, it's been really nice to uh, just be a part of the restaurant. And there's a lot of people that work at the restaurant that aren't revolved in the show. Uh, excuse me. There's a lot of people that work in the restaurant that aren't, aren't involved in the show that are really great people that I've been able to, and really like, you know, happy to build relationships with. So I've really taken that as the, uh, as the big pluses for all of this. And obviously having Lisa uh, in my life has been amazing. She's a, a great person and um, just everything moves so fast. You know what I mean? Like I just literally moved out to LA and then three weeks later I was in a scene with a couple of the boys. And How did it happen? I, did you guys talk about this when we started? Like how did you all of a sudden, boom, you're on this huge show? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy, honestly. I mean, um, I was in, obviously in Jersey and I was looking for a, uh, a place out here, subletting, coming out here, staying a month, doing my best to, you know, I, I can work from really anywhere. So I was trying to find the best place. So I was all over California. I finally did. Moved out here um, a year from this past April. So a year b before. So I would say about three weeks into me living here, I ran into Lisa, met, th met her through a friend and, um, you know, started training her. Hey, you want to work at the restaurant? I started working at the restaurant. She didn't give me anything. She didn't hand me anything out. She didn't coddle me. I literally just, uh, kind of just fell into it and, um, it kind of all just worked out. And, you know, a week, two weeks after meeting Lisa, I was in scenes with these guys. So it all, it all came very quick and I didn't know anybody. You know what I mean? A lot of these scenes as you guys will see in the beginning of the season are, are me meeting them for the first time, which I thought was a challenge for me but at the end of the day I kind of thrive in those situations like I always say my mom my mom had to gift the gab I got it too so I just literally like I could come out of a, like a group of strangers with a couple friends you know so I'll always find a way to relate to somebody about something what, you know? what's the opposite of that I have the opposite of that I could go to a group of strangers and make an enemy <laughs> like that well that could happen too for sure I'm, I'm not going to tell you that, that that doesn't happen as well but you know, uh, you, you drop a, a Seinfeld line, you drop a, a line from a movie and, and who doesn't like Seinfeld or the movies or food, you know what I mean? If you can't relate to somebody from those three things, then I don't know, you're just, I don't want to be friends with that person. Brett, I, I have a question for you because I, I watched, I did a lot of research, I did, I watched uh, 20 minutes of the show. Okay. And uh, <laughs> just having done like productions before, how often and how much is the producer in your ear going like, hey, could you do that again, but a little angrier? Like, do you have to do yeah. takes? Like, and, and I know we're talking reality with big quotes around it in the sense that we're trying to get to the essence of what happened, which is I know you're pissed off here. Can you go back and be a little bit more pissed off? Like, do you yeah. get that or is it all real in the moment? Um, I wouldn't say, because I think it's somewhere in the middle of what you just kind of depicted. Like, uh, it's very much like they don't literally – you know, put training wheels on your, on your conversations, but they definitely come up to you kind of like a coach would before like a big game or a big play. And they kind of just give you an idea of what they want from you out of this scene based on what has happened. Right. So it's, it's 
directed for sure. And um, I don't know if that's a, I, I haven't figured out yet if that's a help for me or not a help. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not sure if it's a positive or negative uh, for me at least, because when I was coming into it, it's, I'm not very much of a conversational person. You know, I, I don't live like, I don't love drama. You know what I mean? Like I just, I enjoy good times, laughing about things, making jokes, being like the class clown. I was always like that growing up. So I tried to kind of like emulate like my funnier, cornier side, uh, which is always out, honestly, and uh, for, for the episodes in the season. But at the end of the day, like there were definitely times and, um, you know, situations where the producers will come up to you before scenes and be like, listen, you know, we heard that this happened. And we want to make sure that, you know, obviously in this scene, this is what we're going for. So, you know, blah, blah, blah. Here's, you know, the play and then that's it. And then sometimes even for my scenes, I remember I'd be dancing around some of the things that they wanted me to talk about because I just, I, it didn't feel right talking about it and not in a way that it was negative, but it was just like, you know, like I normally wouldn't voice opinions over this ver like out loud, you know, this is something I'd keep to myself or a trusted individual that is in my life. So things like that were hard for me, but it's my first season. So it was like, I have to get used to just being more open um, with my thoughts, regardless of whether they're going to be what people want to hear or not. How, how, I ask every guest this, uh, how's the money? Are they paying you like a waiter? Are you working for tips or is there some Hollywood bucks in there? <laughs> oh man. Um, I got paid with, uh, you know, margaritas and, uh, you know, yeah. goat cheese balls. No, um, please, listen, I didn't do this for the money. But I'll be honest with you. Uh, the you money did it for the random sex with Instagram followers. We know Brett. <laughs> Let's listen, yeah. Um, no, and, hey, don't ruin it for Jessica. What are you doing? <laughs> Dude, that's hilarious. Um, honestly, the money is, uh, when you first start, I mean, like, listen, it's, it's, you're, not, you're not, you know, retiring. You know what I mean? But um, obviously, the, the fact that I have a job at the restaurant is nice for me. I was looking for a job anyway. I wanted to become, um, you know, work at some type of bar. I've always been like that in New Jersey. I used to host parties at uh, all those, you know, club bars and stuff like that in New York, New Jersey. Uh, in my younger 20s. And um, I had that experience. I'd never had waiting experience. But when Lisa asked me to do it, I was like, sure, just give me a little bit of a crash course and I'll, and I'll do my thing. I'm good with people. So, you know, I take a lot of time in my tables. I often get in trouble for that. But, you know, I try to treat people the way I would want to be treated at a restaurant. So I've made good money at the restaurant and I'm grateful for that. I've also had good personal training. I have a lot of other uh, avenues, luckily. So this was just an opportunity that, you know, I just wanted to take advantage of. I just feel like it knocked on my door and I just wanted to answer it. You know, I kind of, I'm under the belief system that, you know, everything in life happens so something else could happen. So there's a lot of things that happened in my life to get me into being in LA and away from family on the East Coast. And, um, you know, when this, this opportunity came about, I just followed it, you know, and I'm kind of like, you know, following that path of like, you know, the universe mm -hmm. type of thing. So. season of this show. Jessica, have you been a fan of the show the whole time? I've been watching it. Yeah, I have yeah, questions. Eighth season. Yeah, we're in the eighth season. It's crazy. Um, it's hard. You have to think about it, though, too. As a new person coming into a show that's been around for eight seasons, where they've trickled in maybe one or two characters, three characters. That would be hard. Yeah, it wasn't easy, especially for... Uh, I mean, there, there, was a, there was a couple. of There's five, five of us who are new that um, got on. And it's, it, it's just, you know, what you would think, kind of like a... Not, I don't want to say hazing, because that could be taken so negatively. But just in that kind of realm of um, realizing that this isn't your show, you know, this is an established show. So you just got to do your best to kind of just keep up and um, whether you're in, you know, riding in the back seat or in the trunk of that big Vanderpump vehicle, whatever it is, you're in the car, you know, you have a seat in the car. Jessica is our resident uh, historian on pop culture. Jay and I struggle to keep up. 
So I'm sure I don't blame you guys. That Jay and I will not be able to even ask. I thought you wanted us to send the Zoom link to your wife because she wanted to go see and meet Brett. If Jay puts on the same hat that Brett is wearing and takes off the glasses, I'm feeling like they're going to have a very similar look. Yeah, a before and after picture. I see it. Do you have a beanie around, Jay? Yeah, Jay, get a hat. Hold on. Come on, Jay. Have you, Brett, have you not had a haircut since the quarantine? I have not. You can see right now. This is, this is, <laughs> this is, this is my hair. Uh, before quarantine started, I had a nice regimen going with my hair. Um, I, I have I, an actual beanie. <laughs> my right, barber. Take so, the, the glasses Jay. Come on. Yeah, there you go. Oh, wow. Wait, there, you go, there you go. There's a way to I look it. like your less successful older brother. <laughs> I look like I'm trying to get my uh, union at the docks. Like I'm trying to get in the union at the docks, Brett. How's it going in LA? <laughs> you working at the port? Working at the port. Well, I mean, I'm trying. Port Newark? To port. <laughs> yeah. Not there yeah, yet. It looks like he belongs in Hollywood. You do. You look like you're unloading fish or something. I don't know. How's mom's, how's mom's spaghetti doing, dude? Yeah, it's all it? over my sweater. Did, uh, <laughs> did, did you ever see uh, La Bamba, the Richie Valens story? No. And so as Richie Valens becomes this rock star, and the older brother finds like a cartooning table, so he starts drawing cartoons. And at one point, like the the mom is like watching Ricky or uh, uh, Richie Valens on TV, and the older brother comes out with like a Woody Woodpecker, like, "Look, ma, I did Woody Woodpecker." And it's the saddest, worst part of the movie. And I kind of feel like that right now. Like, I'm the Woody Woodpecker drawer in the family. Don't like it. <laughs> no. Thanks, Jay. We're all depressed now. Yeah. Well, how thanks. do you think I feel every day, Bill? <laughs> so what's next? When do you think the show's going to come back? I mean, you've got, you've got season eight's already shot, correct? Yeah, yeah season eight's shot. We're in our uh, two more episodes, and then the, the season starts um, – I would say, uh, I don't know. Actually, we had just filmed um, the final thing for this season, and so they're letting us know. They're keeping us basically on, uh, on you know, phone tap to let us know when we're going to start filming just because of coronavirus. Who are you most excited to see? Lisa? I mean, yeah. I, who, yeah. Who, who will have the best reaction? Like, ah, oh, Brett, I miss you all quarantine. Uh, um, hmm, that's a good question. Um, Dude, I don't know. I would honestly think that, you know, a lot of the people that work at Sir that we work together, like even just some of like a couple of girls on the show uh, that work at Sir. Um, but just, just us being back at Sir will be great. And uh, just, talk, you know, being able to work together. And, uh, you know, I'm, it's crazy. You miss you end up missing these people because you see them so much throughout the week. And like, I know once we're all back there, it's going to be like, dude, how are you? You know, it's going to kind of be like a reunion in a way. Well, that is the best political answer I've ever heard, Brett. You should run for office, man. That's great. I'm very impressed. <laughs> they would have named people, and people would be pissed off right now. Oh, of course. I mean, the last thing I want is, uh, is, is more, more drama than I've already experienced on this show. I, I, I truly am, you know, I'm trying to enjoy this. It's been uh, a wild ride so far, and um, there's just, you know, there could, there's just so much that could go with it um, and from – from at both sides of the spectrum. And, you know, I just, it's, it's been an experience for me, but I'm also very grateful for it because, you know, it's been so much fun and it's just part of life and a, a checkpoint for me that I'm excited to be a part of. Awesome. It's like you're taking all of the good from it, none of the bad, which is disappointing. <laughs> Why? 
Because I mean, uh, you're, you're, you're the antagonist on this show, apparently, so you can do all the negative talking. It's not me. I'm not doing that. Do they have, like, an after show? I could get on the after show. There is an after show. Yeah, we actually filmed it already. It's on the, on the internet. Jessica knows, you know? Yeah. I think she wait, wait, do they have one, like, after every episode? Like, talking? Yeah, help out. I want to watch the phone calls between you and your mom and her take on all the girls who want to date you and what your mom says about that. My mom is at, my mom is, she's happy, like, you know, it's more my dad, too. He just wants me to, like, find love, like, tomorrow. He almost like I could go to the supermarket and buy it off of the, you know, in the aisle eight, you know. And it, buy love in certain places. What'd you say, Jess? You can buy Are love in oldest? certain places. Oh, I heard you. Don't worry. I want to know what Jess is saying. <laughs> Are you the oldest brother? No, 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 no. Um, I have an older brother, Ryan. He's um, 38. And then I have a little brother, Jared, is 26. So my mom has two grand. My older brother has two kids. So my mom's a grandma. And, um, you know, so I know that. She's trying to marry you off now. Yeah, yeah. So it's funny. It's just like my dad. My, my dad knows because I've, I've, had, I've, I've had a relationship in my life and it was pretty long. And it ended, obviously, and my dad, you know, he always just wanted me to have that, like, happy ever, happily ever after love type of situation. And I just try to let him know I'm not, not looking for it, but I'm also just trying to, like, you know, take this time to focus on myself. Yeah, your gut. Don't, don't, don't. Your gut. Give it, just give it another 30 years and then settle down. Do Sometimes, the Tony Randall, yeah. Brett. Stay single to your 70. Pump out a kid. Die at 75. That's the Tony Randall move. It's ideal. Every man should follow it. Who's Tony I think, Randall? I think <laughs> no, his last personal Randall. trainer moved in with her, didn't she? What'd you say? Didn't Lisa's last personal trainer move in with her? Oh, I don't. Well, I don't know. That's never been. Uh, I never heard about that. I wouldn't know. And um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I wasn't aware. You know. So that's never been brought up. I've never actually heard that. So I don't think. But I. I, I don't know if. Uh, you know. I also don't ask. You know. She doesn't bring anything like that up. You know. We have. Yeah. We're, it's so much fun talking to Lisa. She's literally. Like, she's a friend. She gives you that motherly advice. She's a confidant, you know. She's just a great person, at least for me right now, and has been a really big uh, part of my life in regards to the Vanderpump Rules stuff. And, you know, I'm grateful to, uh, to have her. So. so my daughter wants to say hello. Say hi, Penny. <laughs> no, she's not sure. Hi, Penny. What's up, Bill? Fred, it's awesome. I really appreciate you coming on. I mean, honestly, you've got the energy, the attitude, the, the, the class, and the skill to take this as far as it's going to go. So awesome to spend the time with us. I appreciate I, you. I appreciate you guys, man. 101.5 is one of my favorite radio stations. My dad listens to it religiously. He loves you. My mom loves you. Um, awesome. And it was, it was uh, you know, very humbling for me to get the opportunity. So you know I would be on here, you know? Well, thanks. I appreciate it. And uh, you know, tell everybody we say hi. Good luck. Good Thank luck you so much. Great. Good luck to have for you back. Sure. Appreciate that. Yeah, next time I'm in Jersey, do whatever. I mean, even, even doing this again, I, I'm, I'd love to be a part of the show. You just let me know when, brother. Awesome. I will. Thanks, Thank you, guys. Appreciate, appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jessica. Love you. See you later. Thanks, Bye, guys. The Speaking Podcast brought to you by our friends at House of Cupcakes, serving you in Princeton, East Brunswick, Clifton, and Saudi Arabia. The winner of Cupcake Wars offers 35 different flavors, perfect for a special occasion or just a sweet treat. Houseofcupcakes.com. The Speaking Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Flemington Car and Truck Country. 16 brands of cars and trucks. I'm a loyal customer buying my last two trucks there and can tell you no one beats the deals or offers better service. Visit Flemington.com.
The Speaking Podcast brought to you by our friends at Casa Gennaro's on Route 27 in Kingston. Call 609-683-1212 for reservations. They're open for dinner every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Ask for my favorite special, the Veal Spadia. Best Italian food in Jersey.